choose others choose we bring you local news business news international sports and entertainment news right here on gtr gtr Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this afternoon, Professor Frimpom Boatings and PP Bigwigs involved in Galamse claims must be probed, says Clement Apak. India Shaman case court denies bail to suspects in soldiers' murder. And U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris to visit Ghana, Tanzania and Zambia. This business, sports and then showbiz will be coming in this afternoon's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi Akansukum. Now, the details. The Member of Parliament for Bolsa South, Dr. Clement Abbas Apak, is calling for a probe into some allegations leveled by Professor Kobna Frimpombwating, a former Minister of Environment, Science and Technology and Innovation, who accused some NPP bigwigs of engaging in Galamse. Professor Frimpombwating, in a recent interview with a state broadcaster GBC, alleged that he was ousted from his position to pave the way for the NPP bigwigs to continue their Galamse activities. He was later relieved of his post over some missing excavators. Professor Frimpombwating disclosed there was an orchestration within the party and the government to get me out. And when I left Galamse, activities increased. Now things are going up and we know those who are doing Galamse even within the party and even people at the Jubilee House. The MP in a statement appealed to the state security agencies such as the Office of the Special Prosecutor, the Bureau of National Investigations, BNI, and the Criminal Investigations Department, CID, to investigate the matter. He added that such allegations cannot be swept under the carpet and thus an investigation must be done to bring perpetrators to book. He added, Ghanaians expect the requisite state agencies and institutions to show loyalty to Ghana by initiating investigations into the allegations made by Professor Frimpombwating, by his stature and uh, previous position in this NPP government, these allegations cannot and must not be ignored. The missing excavators controversy began in 2020 when Professor Frimpombwating, the then Minister of Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation, said most of the excavators seized from illegal miners had gone missing. He subsequently wrote a letter to the police CID to investigate Horak Eko Ewusi, the then suspended first vice chairman of the governing NPP, over his alleged involvement in the missing earth moving equipment. Now, the Ashama Secures Court on Monday denied bill to six suspects picked up in connection with the murder of Trooper Imo Sharif at Taifa, a suburb of Ashaman, on March 4. Prosecutor Superintendent Sylvester Asari told the court presided over by Simon Gaga that granting the accused passing bill would impede investigations. The Ghana Police Service on Sunday night detailed events leading to the killing of young trooper Imoro Sharif on March 4 and what investigations have yielded so far, including the arrest of six suspects who were put before court on Monday. 
The police, after a week of sustained intelligence-led operation, have arrested six persons at different dates and various locations within Ashaman and its environs for their suspected involvement in the murder of Imoru Sharif, a soldier. On March 4, police received information that a male adult had been found lying dead at a shaman taifa in the greater Accra region. A team of police officers proceeded to the said location and confirmed the incident. Police immediately commenced an investigation into the circumstances surrounding the death of the victim. The officers condoned of the scene and called in the specialist police crime scene team to process the scene for forensic analysis. The crime scene team retrieved a number of items including a knife with blood stains on it and a backpack. In the backpack, police found a Samsung tablet, an Apple laptop, a military uniform with a name tag Imoro, eight other items of clothing, as well as Ghana card and a health insurance card bearing the name Imoro Sharif. Judging from the contents of the backpack, the police suspected the victim could be a soldier and in line with the police standard operating procedure for handling institution-based victims, the military was accordingly notified of the incident and some military personnel came to identify the deceased to police as Imoro Sharif, a soldier. The body of the deceased was thereafter conveyed to a hospital for preservation and autopsy. As part of the investigations, an intelligence-led operation was immediately launched within Ashaman and other strategic locations of interest to follow up on all relevant leads on the case. On the same day, consistent with Ghanaian tradition and as part of the investigation process, a team of police officers, after identifying the residents of the parents of the deceased, visited them, commiserated with them, and assured them of a thorough investigation in the matter. During the visit, the parents informed the police that the deceased was stationed at Sinyani but had come to Accra on a course. Now, United States Vice President Kamala Harris will travel to Accra in Ghana, Dar es Salaam in Tanzania, and Lusaka in Zambia from March 25 to April 2, 2023. She will be accompanied by her husband, Douglas M. Hoof. The visit will build on the recent U.S.-Africa Leader Summit that President Biden hosted in Washington in December 2022. The trip will strengthen the United States' partnership throughout Africa and advance our shared efforts on security and economic prosperity. Throughout the trip, in partnership with African governments and the private sector, Mrs. Harris would advance efforts to expand access to the digital economy, support climate adaptation and resilience, and strengthen business ties and investment, including through innovation, entrepreneurship, and economic empowerment of women. The vice president will meet the president, Nanai Dedankwe Kufuado of Ghana, President Samia Hassan of Tanzania and President Hakeinde Hijilima of Zambia. 
They will discuss regional and global priorities, including a shared commitment to democracy, inclusiveness and sustainable economic growth, food security, and the effect of Russia's unprovoked war in Ukraine, among other issues. The vice president was trending people to people ties and engage with civil society, including young leaders, business representatives, entrepreneurs, and members of the African diaspora. Now moving to business, an assistance commissioner in charge of value-added tax VAT administration with the Ghana Revenue Authority, GRA, Philip Aqua, has remarked that migration of businesses onto the electronic value-added tax, EVAT system, is scheduled to end in December 2024. The pilot phase, which started with 50 taxpayers across different sectors, was completed in October 2022. The government has begun phase one of the implementation process with 600 taxpayers in the same industries or sectors and is scheduled to end in June 2023. Phase two of the EVAT implementation is projected to begin in December 2023. Mr. Aqua disclosed this during a quarterly tax dialogue seminar on the implication of the EVAT on businesses in Ghana hosted by the UK Ghana Chamber of Commerce in partnership with PwC Ghana. Now, former Ghanaian striker Augustine Ahimfo has taken a swipe at the Ghana Football Association for failing to make public the contract of newly appointed Black Stars coach Chris Hilton. The GFA announced the appointment of the Irishman on 12 February 2023, and after almost a month, the association has failed to make the terms of engagement known to Ghanaians. Media reports last week suggest that a former Britain and Hove Albion coach had rejected a one-year contract presented to him by the GFA. Though the association is yet to respond to the speculations, Hilton's continued stay in the United Kingdom seems to give credence to the report. The Ghana FA, however, in announcing Hilton's appointment, promised that details about the duration of his contract and terms of engagement would be made public. Speaking to Love Sports, a handful, the former Black Star striker, expressed misgivings at the FA's silence on Chris Hilton's contract. The former Grasshopper and Trump's own spa striker says the posturing of the GFA on Hilton's contract is creating room for speculation, which is not good for the image of the Federation. Now, in showbiz, actor and politician Desmond Elliott has tendered in a public apology to all his compatriots for his comments about the youth during the hashtag NSAS protest in October 2020. He said he was not referring to everybody as children, but to those who were attacking the Speaker of Lagos State House of Assembly, Mr. Musashiru Obasa, on his Twitter handle. The lawmaker who begged for forgiveness said the hatred he has received on the heels of the comment was too much. Desmond Elliott said, what I can say is, I think forgiveness is divine. I mean, no one owns it all. Something can be your truth, and to another person, it might not be. I don't think going back to bring out those sensitive moments 
would do anything i think at the end of the day i apologize for and i am still apologizing to those who must have misconstrued what i said i said i was taken by emotions but in the end it still didn't take away from the fact that the hatred is too much we are all built on love we can change things by love in 2020 the logos lawmaker was dragged on social media particularly on twitter after being accused of referring to youth as children while pushing for the regulation of social media however in an interview on tvc's your view elliot insisted he was not referring to all youth on social media as children insisting that those he saw insulting the speaker were teenagers truly they were teenagers when i clicked on those who were cursing at mr speaker and that's exactly what i said but i am sorry again that's what politics teaches you you must learn you must you can never be prideful i am in politics now eight years and i still stand on the fact that love conquers all and that's how we draw cuttings on the midday news on ghana talks radio do well to log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us at Ghana Talks Radio on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukume and I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good afternoon. This is Hello, Ghana good Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. GhanaTalksRadio.com. Listen live. Listen live.